0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Lord, you, Lord. One of the scribes came near and heard the religious authorities disputing with one another, and seeing that Jesus answered them well, he asked him, Which commandment is the first of all? Jesus answered, The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Then the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and besides him there is no other. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself, this is much more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that the scribe answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one dared to ask Jesus any questions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we have a beautiful set of readings. I want to begin with the second reading, which is from the letter to the Hebrews. This is a very mysterious letter in a sense because the major theme is the high priesthood of Jesus Christ. The author spends a great deal of time and argumentation to make that claim. And sometimes we wonder, well, how does that really affect me today? What relevance does that have in my day-to-day living and loving? Well, the second reading gives us a clue. Because part of the fact that Jesus is high priest is that he's not like the other high priest in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, because they were burdened. First of all, they could only be a priest during their short life. They had sin on their soul, they were human. And so there was a lot of limitations on what they could do jesus has none of those limitations he is the fulfillment of the old testament priesthood all those old testament priests were types and foreshadows leading to what christ is now the second reading goes on to tell us that jesus is not only a high priest during his earthly ministry But it continues in his heavenly mystery. When he ascends to the Father, he takes with him a human body, his human body, the body that experienced suffering, the passion, and death on the cross. In fact, he bears those wounds into eternity. We know that because in Revelation chapter 5, we have this image of a lamb standing as though slain, in the throne room of God surrounded by all kinds of angels and saints bowing down in worship and it symbolizes Christ so Christ priesthood is still very active and that's why our letter to the Hebrews says that Jesus our high priest always lives to make intercession for us in other words he's in heaven praying to the Father for our salvation and continuing to offer himself in sacrifice not a bloody sacrifice for sure that happened once on the cross but still he is a high priest and he is offering his whole being as a sacrifice to the father the reason that that's important not only for our salvation but for our day-to-day life it's because of that reality that jesus high priesthood lives forever that we actually have the holy sacrifice of the mass because what is the mass it's a re-presentation of the once and for all sacrifice of christ on the cross through time and we have the dignity the opportunity to share in that sacrifice Certainly, the ordained priests do so in a different way than the laity. But let's begin with the laity. The laity, through their baptism, are priests, in the sense that they can offer their bodies, their lives, as a holy and pleasing sacrifice to the Lord. St. Paul makes that point in Romans chapter 12. This is your spiritual act of worship, Paul says. offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to the Lord, not to conform ourselves to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind as priests. And we do that particularly when we come to Mass, because when you're at Mass, you're bringing your lives, your whole lives, your sufferings, your joys, your trials, your hopes, your dreams, your labor, and the offering that you bring into the collection plate. It's all brought forward, laid on the altar, and it's a sacrifice. In union with Christ, a sacrifice to the Father. And that's why it's so important for us to participate at Mass in a very real way, through our responses, through our preparation, through our prayers. So that's why the second reading is so important. Now that theme fits within the whole tenor of the readings because... The readings are basically saying this. Two things are important above all else. To love God with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Well, how do we love God with our whole body, mind, spirit, and soul? The highest way to do it is by participating in the mass as priests, joining your sacrifice with Christ. Now the priest who's ordained has a particular way in which he does that because through the ordination, the priest is in a special way in the person of Christ. At the altar, you'll notice there's a change in the wording that's said during the Eucharistic prayer. When it comes time for the epiclesis, the calling down of the Holy Spirit, the consecration of the bread and wine to change it into the body and blood of Christ, The priest is no longer speaking in the third person. There's a change where it's actually personal pronouns. It's Christ now speaking through the priest. The priest is in the person of Christ, in persona Christi. So in a real sense, Christ is here offering his sacrifice for our sake. As he is doing so in heaven, heaven and earth are merged in this beautiful liturgy. That's one of the most important ways we can love God. Now, of course, another way is to just compare our human experience. When we really are attracted to a person, what do we do? We want to get to know as much as possible about that person. We engage in dialogue with that person. We spend time and we want union ultimately at every level, body, mind, spirit. That's called falling in love. And hopefully it leads to marriage. Well, that's exactly what God desires from us. Jesus says, I am the bridegroom, the church is the bride. What he desires is that union. How we enter into that union is we spend time with Jesus in prayer. We want to know as much about him as possible through our reading of scripture and the catechism and our study then we come to mass for that union because what is the eucharist after all christ giving himself to us body blood soul and divinity we take him into us in the most intimate way possible now with that foundation we then are called to love our neighbor and the two are so linked that you can't have one without the other if we come to mass and we devote ourselves to the worship and then we go out of mass and we don't care about our neighbor, or we still have a grudge against someone, and we won't forgive, or we're not generous, then we really have to question whether we love God at all. And that's how Jesus has linked these two great commandments. Well, when we do this, then this responsorial psalm really does apply. Because the psalmist says this, I love you, Lord, my strength. And then he uses a whole slew of descriptive words to describe this relationship. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, in whom I take refuge. He's my stronghold. He's my rock, my salvation, my king, on and on. Now that's someone in love. That's what we're called to do. And in these times when there's a lot of stress in the culture lot of uncertainty we're called to deepen our relationship with god so we can go out and bring that good news and relationship to others who are really struggling and invite them into this deep relationship of what's really called a nuptial union the spousal relationship that god deeply desires with us so with that let us thank the lord for taking the initiative christ has first of all come to earth he's the one who suffered And died and rose again, took his human body into heaven, and is still acting as high priest. We have this beautiful opportunity to participate at a very intimate level, deepen our relationship with God, enter into the joy of the union, and invite others into what we experience. And that's what God deeply desires, and that's how we want to give our lives. Experiencing intimacy with the God who saves us.